Put some pants on. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Clifford's First Snow Day, by Norman Bridwell, published by Scholastic Inc. Ryan, who's a big fan of This Goose is Cooked, recommended this one to us. I have to say, with all the snowstorms that recently happened throughout the country, it couldn't have been better timing. So thank you, Ryan. I hope you enjoy. If you have any recommendations for us, leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or the This Goose is Cooked Instagram channel. Now, on to the review. Clifford's first snow day is exactly that. The reader gets to experience a red puppy named Clifford and his first introduction to snow. Throughout the day, Clifford has issues getting adjusted to the elements. Will this dog survive the day unscathed? Well, get your sled, because we're going to play in the snow. We first see Clifford, the big red dog, and his owner, Emily Elizabeth, playing outside in the snow. Clifford is holding a snowball the size of a boulder, getting ready to huck it at Emily, because she just threw a snowball in his direction. Only, she clearly missed. She needs to work on her arm. Let's hope Clifford's arm is just as bad, because if she gets hit with that thing, she won't be here for the end of the book. Then the story immediately jumps to a flashback from Emily's memory of when Clifford was a puppy and he first saw snow. So maybe she did get hit, and we're in her coma analyzing her past. Puppy Clifford dives into the snow, and it's up over his head. That's probably the last time that happened, considering he's the size of a bus now. Instead of picking him up, Emily just pulls him along on a leash, and he jumps from each one of her foot imprints. You can already tell she has no regard for this dog's health and safety. They get to the sledding hill, and Emily wants to sled like the other kids. So she sits her ass and Clifford's on a sled. Before they get down the hill, Clifford is thrown off, and Emily says, quote, I forgot he couldn't hold on to the sled. End quote. Uh, duh, you think? He's a dog. He doesn't have thumbs. So she gets the bright idea of taking off one of her smelly boots and stuffing Clifford in it to sled down the hill. There are so many things wrong with this. Where do I start? Starting with Emily, what the hell is she thinking? As soon as you take your foot out of that boot, you're going to get your sock all cold and wet. Hence, shortening your ability to stay outside and have fun on the snow day. And for Clifford, that boot would never work as a sled. It's too top-heavy. He'll just topple over as soon as Emily gives him a push. As a veteran snowdayer, I'm shaking my head. The two of them give up on sledding fast. Could have guessed that one. And you see Emily with both boots back on, and these two are by the pond, itching to go ice skating. Well, Clifford doesn't hold back and runs out onto the ice, completely out of control. And the ice skaters are just whizzing by him. I'm just waiting for a skate blade to give us two Cliffords. Several skaters fall trying to avoid him. One guy with a jerry curl does the splits to narrowly miss him. Sign him up for figure skating lessons. He's got talent. Emily doesn't go get him. She just yells and makes a scene, trying to draw all attention to her. Clifford even ends up in the middle of a pond hockey game. And a hockey player, instead of picking him up, slides him over with his stick. Like... I'm not doing your dirty work, bitch. 
Emily is ecstatic to have Clifford back safely and goes overboard thanking the hockey player. And that's when it hits me. She's using Clifford to pick up dudes. That's such a desperate and selfish move. It's like those single girls who bring their dogs to bars. And people can tell. It's obvious what she's doing. Clifford is just her toy that she's using to get what she wants. Emily doesn't spend too much time with the hockey player because she sees another dude making a snowman and runs over to help. In the process of helping, she lets Clifford get run over by the snowball, becoming the snowman's head. Poor guy, his back and hips have to be fucked up after that. Clifford gets rolled up on so hard, he actually gets engulfed into the head. Emily starts making a scene yelling, making it all about her again, while time is ticking and Clifford is suffocating to death in the snowman. Clifford, being inspired by hearing his owner's voice, somehow shakes himself loose and explodes out of the head like he's from the movie Alien. Elated she found him, Emily takes Clifford home and states, quote, That was enough snow for one day. We rushed home for some nice warm soup. End quote. I would say it was enough. Thank God you rushed home and got him warm soup before Clifford's hypothermia could set in. The story ends with Clifford being big again, confirming that he survived the incident. And Emily is standing on top of him, verifying that she's out of her coma from the snow boulder and doing well. Emily tells the reader that snow days are more fun now, probably because she can put on quite the show with how big Clifford is. If you're new to snow, there are a lot of lessons to be learned in this novel on what not to do in the snow. Emily claims Clifford was being introduced to snow, but she seemed like the one who was out of her league, taking her boots off in the snow, not keeping an eye on her dog, Letting him stumble around on the ice could have caused serious injuries. Or losing Clifford in the snow could have gotten dangerous if either one of them got hypothermia. And I just noticed she wasn't even wearing pants. She had a dress on. Probably for the dudes. But this shows just how much of a novice she was, putting herself and others in danger. If you want to have fun in the snow, you have to stay warm and think about possible hazards. After reviewing this one, and previously reviewing Clifford Takes a Trip, I have come to realize that Norman packs the excitement and suspense into his writing, which definitely keeps you reading, wondering if everyone will make it unharmed. And I do love how concise his writing is. He gives you all the info you need, and nothing more. His pictures did the same, showing the fun and excitement that comes with owning a dog. I love that he wasn't afraid to make Clifford Red. Though I will say, the one big disappointment with this volume is Clifford is small for the vast majority of this book, which takes away some of the fun, showing how Clifford deals with his size. But still, it's a fun book that allows the reader to experience the snow without getting cold. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.2. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and maybe go back for another bite. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.